how many of them there are. I'll mess them all up and start over again. Thank you guys so much for joining in. This is Far From Home. I am Joe Bear. With me, as always, I am Jay Tripp. What's going on, everybody? Mr. Bear, we're double dipping this week, bro. Double dipping. I love it, man. This is uh, this is the episode of the week, and we just got through recording the bonus episode, our Royal Rumble reactions. It was a great show, but I'm excited to be with you here for this week's episode. How are you doing, Jay Tripp? Fucking fantastic, man. Uh, again, like you said, we are out of the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. If y'all are interested in that, please check out that episode. Um, as stated in that episode, I haven't really watched a full-blown pay-per-view in a while, and this is my first one, and I'm glad I kind of jumped back in when, when I did. It was great. We talked about the pay-per-view. We talked about um, what we thought was going to happen, what we did not think was going to happen, and now we're just kind of here to talk about bitchy games and shit that's just going on this week, man. Uh, how was your week? What did you do? Uh, same old, same old. I'm not, I'm not going to even talk about work this week. I, I just jump in here, and I bitch about work, and I'm not doing it. So how are you? He's drawing a hard line in the sand, and I'm with you, man. I'd rather not talk about it. It was the same, like you say all the time, same old, same old. It's kind of, it's kind of that right there, that thing. You know what I'm talking about? So let's move on <laughs> to talk about what's what's got us excited about the week. I know you got a whole list of stuff to talk about that you're waiting to get my reactions on, man. I'm dying to hear about it. I do, and I mean, we always kind of touch base on something, and like you always hear something first. So I'm kind of excited and i'm kind of wondering on what you're gonna hear first this week like this has kind of been a thing for me now I, so i'm just gonna i always hear it first here on uh, you always hear it first <laughs> yeah all right so as stated in the recent episodes we're just gonna kind of jump right into it um they did officially announce a new tomb raider game i believe before we was kind of on the fence about it didn't know when or how it was coming whatever it is a continuation of the story with laura croft being published by amazon um and there's no release date. I'm kind of offended because it's published by Amazon. Everyone knows where I work. They did not ask me to work on it. I am offended. I am upset. And go fuck yourself. I, I just know that they know that J Trip is uh, top world, top of the world, uh, high rank uh, video game player. So uh, to, for for me, for them to not ask you to be a part of this video game production is a <laughs> slap you. in the face. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I'm trying to say. Thank you. Um, but yeah, we have no release date on it, no nothing. So what I'm saying, there. so what I'm trying to say is boycott Tomb Raider, Amazon's Tomb Raider. God bless you. Ouch. Uh. <laughs> Fair. Uh, like nasty. <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyway, uh, more Hogwarts news, something that I didn't know about kind of came up this week. Um, it was announced that it's going to have over a hundred side quests and characters that you can interact with inside of those said side quests. Um, based off of how you interact with these characters, it will alter how they react to you in the main quest. That's interesting. I did not know this until this coming week. So a hundred plus side quests, that's a lot of uh one zoomy boomy magic stuff. And the fact that based off of how you come into contact with these characters in said game is kind of how they're going to react to you when it kind of matters the most, really. So I'm interested on on how that's going to work. We, we've we been talking for so goddamn long about this game, and it's soon, man. Yeah, it's, it's coming real fast. And I'll just say, we often, we often talk about how we appreciate when a game doesn't, um, doesn't require from us a million hours of our lives to really get into and just we always talk about give me a really focused experience or something that's really cool to play replayable but i gotta tell right. you i'm going the opposite with this one i need the biggest chunk of harry potter lore 
to, for the, just to dive in. I need leg. I need Hogwarts Legacy to be Witcher Three status. I was gonna say that you you need the Witcher Hogwarts. <laughs> oh, I think you just coined a term here. You all heard it here first. Which, you heard it first. <laughs> which 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 awards is what is, is what <laughs> the wizard the wizarding uh world of the Witcher. I like it. And, and listen, like what it. I really want, what I really want is an infinitely replayable Harry Potter sandbox for me to just jump into like an escape to whenever I want. And I want to be fulfilled. Like I want to feel like there are things worth doing in this world. I want, uh, and that goes to what you're talking about, the way these characters will kind of, their relationships will depend, will differ depending on what you say and how you interact with them, which lends itself well to additional playthroughs, taking different routes and things like that. I just need to want to play this game forever. Yeah, and if you're not nice to people and you need to fight off like the bad guys, these people may not help you because you were an asshole to them in, let's say, a side quest. And so now you're going to get your ass kicked and they're just going to sit by and watch it happen. I'm curious. I want to know. I'm here for um, all of it. And, and and it's coming real quick, man. I think we're a week away. It comes out on the 6th or something like that because, you know, got that early access status you know talking about (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i won't play it till what it comes out on like a thursday or friday and i I won't play it till a saturday till that saturday so it's gonna be painful yeah i anticipate not being able to play it at first either or maybe just the first uh sneaking through the first hour into it and it often takes more than that to really find yourself to where you can jump into and bite into the game uh but i'm here for it i'm ready for it and it's a game that's not going anywhere because like i said i want to be playing it forever before you, hop, before you hop into other news, let's just say, I know you hopped in briefly on Monster Hunter Rise, but it is clean, man. It's a lot of fun. How do you dig it? Um, I also really like it. I like how, and this might get a lot of backlash, but I, I, I really kind of like how, how it holds your hand. Um, we talk about, like you just said, we talk about having a lot of content, having too much content. And I said in one of the previous episodes, I put like 400 hours into um world and there's still shit to do like there's still so many hours that i need to kind of complete and things i have to do with this one yeah it's still monster hunter but i I don't feel like it's as intense as world so it's it it does feel like it's far more kind of pick up and playable right you can kind of it's not as big of an investment and it is more accessible to the casual players which is just a godsend. There's so many quality of life improvements, and it's lightning fast on the PlayStation 5. There are no load screens. It's just pick up, launch, you're on the hunt, slay him down. So for me, I haven't really got really deep into it yet, even though I, I was crazy excited about it. Like, that's something else that we've been talking about in, like, the episodes is we were really highly anticipating this release coming out. But, like, I'm still on the Switch bandwagon, man. I ended up, um, I had a bunch, I didn't tell you about this. I had a bunch of double consoles. I'm like, no one needs three Xboxes. No one needs four Master Systems and and three Sega Picos and like four Game Gears. And so I went ahead and some of my doubles, I traded them into a local shop. And that actually happened this morning. And I got just a, a shit ton of money for them. And I was like, I ended up picking up ARMS, which I've never played before because I haven't really been on the console per se. Um, so I picked up arms. I picked up the 
uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 I picked up. Um, Astral Chain, I think it's called. Like, there's so many um, Nintendo IPs that I've been wanting to try out that I just can't get off the Switch. My PS5, I turn it on, I'm ready to go, and then people start inviting me to the party, and I'm just on the Switch. That's all I've been doing, really. So I don't see that uh, slowing down any anytime soon i plan on being on the switch for the foreseeable future unless it's hogwarts and that's just kind of where i'm at right now like i'm enjoying it so and what's crazy about it is as much as we talked about being pumped for monster honor again i don't feel like i'm missing out i'm just playing astral chain and i'm playing like the switch games i've been wanting to play for the past couple of years and just been a good time so Nothing wrong, nothing wrong with getting the timing on the Switch, man. I, we we talk about it here. Like we're we're Nintendo guys, and and I still play my Switch probably more than my PlayStation. I'll say that I'm comfortable saying that. Like that's that's just facts, bro. It is what it is. You know, talking about just facts, bro. <laughs> so uh, I do have something for you. Um, next kind of story. I didn't know this again until this week. Um, Naughty Dog in a recent statement says that they are moving on from the Uncharted franchise. I get it. Don't get me wrong. I understand, but ouch is what I'm trying to say. Um, that being said, give me more Last of Us. I think the world will be okay. At least I will. I'm all about Ellie. I'm all about Joel. Um, I played the first one. I played the second one. I plan on playing the remake of the first one. We're watching the TV show. I'm Ellie and Joel till I fucking die. So I loved my time with Nathan Drake. I don't know if you played the series, but it's some of the best games I've played probably in my life um it's it's fantastic if you have not um the fact that they're moving on from it i mean again oh but give me last of us give me remakes or give me a new jack and daxter i mean you know what i'm here for just give me i i totally understand the needing to close the book on the uncharted uh ip listen they what could what else could you do with it they've got Four amazing titles that are uh, prime examples of just the exact type of games that we're talking about. A narrative-driven, concise, focused, uh, high-paced, curated game that's not going to cost us 60 hours. You know what I mean? It's kind of... Right. It's exactly the type of game that we're talking about. And they're great games. And I feel like if they were to expand on this universe, the Nathan Drake universe, maybe it would outwear its welcome. And I wouldn't want that. I do, however, think that there's space for a new IP, but in the same vein as that type of experience, as that type of linear, action-packed game because they're really onto something and, and it's got a place for sure. Well, it's like with a grain of salt, it's been said that last of us three is in production. No one's actually said that, but that's what I'm shooting for. I think what naughty dog is best for is them just pumping out the big IPs. I think they ended uncharted four with a bang. Like they definitely ended it with like a perfect close. And that was kind of it as much as, no one wanted to see that happen. I mean, they ended it right. Um, I would say same for this. I think as big as The Last of Us is, all good things must come to an end. And whether they ended at Last of Us 3 or Last of Us 4, um, it's going to end. And as long as they keep following these big titles, whether it's new IPs or remade IPs so far, Naughty Dog really can't miss, in my opinion. So just keep the formula going, and I'm I'm cool with whatever they do. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, it sucks we won't be seeing more 
Nathan Drake, but I think the time while he was here, it's still and always going to be some of the best games ever. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. Yeah, I, I'm not mad at, at uh, forgive me for the pun, I'm not mad at its legacy, The that game. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so this is kind of crazy. Um, I didn't tell you this. Uh, so you and I, or uh, me and Cronage, or somebody was talking a while back. Um, I got fuck Cronage. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> this comes from our sponsor, and fuck you, Cronage. Um, so, but no. So I got into the Avengers game kind of late. I know it came out with um, love hate reviews. Most people hated it. Some people thought that it it, it was kind of cool for what it was. I waited for a long time to get on that bandwagon and I didn't finish it. I got maybe about halfway through, but I thought it was fun. Like, could they have done things better? Of course. Did it get repetitive? Of course, but it was a fun game. Now, what I will say, and this is where like kind of the news article comes into play. I don't remember the exact financial number, but when it came out, it broke some type of record because they said if you wanted every single cosmetic in the game, whether it's like power-ups, currency, suits, whatever, it was going to cost you something like $500 or $700, something stupid like that. Yuck. And people exactly. And people were like, "What the fuck?" So, this being said, um, they're officially stopping the support for the Avengers game. And the best part about it is, and kind of the con- controversial part about it is, is everything that they've been charging now since the game has released, all of that content will now become free. So you can jump Yo. into the game. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, it's cool. But like, can you imagine being some hardcore fan and dropping 300 bucks on this game to get a bunch of content? And I'm like, oh, hey, Mr. Bear, I bought it yesterday. And I'm going to just go download everything that you paid $300 for. It's kind of fucking gross. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. And and, and to piggyback, like, yeah, man, that sucks because uh, that game had the bones to be great. It's got great mechanics. It was smooth. It didn't, you know, it wasn't glitchy. It worked. It just got repetitive. The the enemy type was uh, lacking. It just is one of those things. Right. They just wanted the money grab, man. But if they would have put some thoughts into the actual mission structure, it could have been great. Could have been great. I agree with you. Um, again, I didn't hate it. I thought it was cool for what it was, but it just got to be kind of bland really fast. Um, kind of like Kool-Aid with not, not enough sugar. We all love Kool-Aid, but at some point, I'm going to need you to add a little bit of sugar to that picture because it just don't taste good. Gosh. That's all I'm saying. Kool-Aid will never sponsor this show. They, they lead to <laughs> early onset diabetes and obese children. Kool-Aid is the devil. Ouch. And sugar. <laughs> and sugar. On to the next topic. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, the Xbox Direct has come and gone. Um, actually, they have shown off, which we now know, Redfall, I believe. Uh, did you see? They actually showed off some gameplay for it. And we now have a, re- a release date. Redfall is coming May 2nd. That's yeah. That's a little quicker than I thought. I did. Uh, I did not get a chance to watch the show at all. To be honest with you, I didn't see it. I, I don't know. Well, they also showed off a good bit of Minecraft Legends, which also has a, a release date of April second, along with the new Elder Scrolls Online expansion, which I think is kind of cool that that game's still going. I have it. I want to jump into it, but no one, I guess, wants to play it. I have I it. On, I have was, it on the PlayStation. Also, I don't know why we haven't jumped in on it. 
I don't know either. I'm, I'm always kind of looking for a co-op game. And I think it was Cronage who actually told me. It was Cronage and maybe Kashi, because Kashi loves that IP. And Kashi said that, um, I believe it was Kashi, but he loves it. And, and he was like, yeah, even for me, it's just kind of a no-go. Like, they both didn't like it or something. So um, I'm not jumping into it even for, like, an Elder Scrolls experience, as stupid as it sounds. I'm just jumping in it because I want to play a co-op game with my friends. So maybe I would like it more with lower expectations and people who are, like, like butt-fucking, like, Skyrim and all this other stuff. Like, maybe they're kind of butthurt about it because that's what they're expecting. And me, I'm just trying to co-op it with some buddies. That's it. That's fair. I I tend to go into everything in life with low expectations. That way to never be disappointed. <laughs> that just sounds sad. I, I, fair enough. Not, it's opposite of sad. I live a very happy life. I don't know. It works for me. <laughs> I'm happy as fuck. It doesn't matter. I don't um, expect much. So when I get much, it's like, oh, this is great. This is extra. This is all this is extra. Did you have any um, opinion or any hearsay on Minecraft Legends? I think it's kind of cool what they're doing with the IP because they brought Minecraft Dungeons, which was like the Diablo-esque Minecraft game. That was fun as all hell. And now with Minecraft Legends, it looks like it's like an RTS type, a a strategy type Minecraft, which looks kind of cool. Like, it's not my kind of game, which I've said before, but, like, it looks really neat, and I think it's really cool the different kind of, like, spinoff stuff that they're doing with Minecraft. Like, I, I just think it's neat. I, I actually didn't see this one, but you're saying it's like an RTS strategy thing, which is right up my alley, so I'll definitely check that out. It's all you, man. As we're done here, yeah. Again, you've heard it first, man. I, I heard it here first. Son of a bitch. There it is. I didn't know that uh, <laughs> Minecraft was uh, doing an RTS. That's great. Fair enough. Uh, Again, with the Xbox Direct, uh, new look at for- at Forza Motorsport. Again, it's beautiful. It's Xbox's, as everyone knows. It's, it's Xbox's um, Gran Turismo, best way to put it. Uh, someone, some people would kind of argue and say Forza's better than Gran Turismo. I'd say to each its own, it, tomato, tomato. Um, uh, what else? We have a new release, which is uh, from the creators of The Evil Within. They are calling it Hi-Fi Rush. That's like a little cell shady cartoony game. It actually looks kind of fun. I believe it's already out now. It's going to be on Game Pass starting yesterday, maybe. Um, don't quote me on that. But, yeah, that's already out. It actually looks really cool. So I'm super into that. Um, and there you go. That is not all the news, but that is definitely something to be excited about. You should, you should check out Hi-Fi Rush. I think that you'd probably like it. Yeah, I'll check it out, man. I always like checking out the stuff you talk about here on the show. And and also, you talk about upcoming games, man. I'll tell you what, Hogwarts is coming, and that's that's got my, my attention. But, man, I can't wait to stomp somebody's ass in a War Games match. Oh, I didn't know it was that close. Bro, it's so, so soon. I can, oh. It's so soon. I've already got a pre-order. Holler at you, boy. I believe it. So, last two things. Persona 3 remake is actually coming um it is apparently rumored to be far in development as far as take it with a grain of salt but the new persona 6 um again we've kind of spoke on this on past episodes they're kind of too long of games for us not trying to say they're bad they're just entirely too long and i will kind of sit by and watch someone else play it it's just kind of too much for me um last but not least 007 goldeneye is now out for xbox and nintendo switch I have heard good things. I have heard bad things. It's okay. 
Um, I think a lot of these games, also being a collector myself, I think we have these memories based off of good titles like GoldenEye because that's what we had when we were kids. Not to say the game is bad. It's just clunky. It's the controls are notoriously crazy. And I tried to actually get in on, on the Switch myself. And I was like, I'll pass. Like, no, I, it, I, I'm so happy to hear you say that because that was going to be my exact and only comment was that I think it's great that that's available now. But I feel like just like you just said, we all just have fond memories of that game because of the time and space. But I don't feel like it's going to be this thing that's like, oh, my God, we get this back and it's going to have this huge player count base all the time. Listen, it it, it was cool, but it, it's it's like you said, it's clunky. It's old. It's not. It's not where it's at. If you played any any modern games, you're not gonna you're not gonna. It'll be a cool little throwback, a little nostalgia hit, but that's it, man. Now I'll say this: I think there there's two things. Again, I think for me, not only collecting games, but um, still kind of dipping my toe. Like I, I I still collect. I still play them. Um, there are still games from the 80s and 90s, and I would even argue and say the 70s that honestly still hold up like you can still play something from 91 and be like man this these controls are tight and everything's solid i I think a lot of people including myself i think goldeneye is a great game and i have a lot of memories like going to the bunker and doing four player split screen and you get your hands on the sticky mines and you're not going to come through that room to come kill me because the second you do i'm gonna set off the sticky mines and you're gonna die but i think a lot of what comes with that game doesn't make it a a tightly controlled like fun experience i just think it has a lot to do with people catching nostalgia boners all over the place and that's just kind of where it stems from is it cool yes is it like a definitive title if you have an n64 of course but is it some tight-knit controls that you can go back to and really sink your teeth into today i mean in my opinion no it's not not only that trip, you know what else it doesn't come with? The friends that you had playing on the couch with you back when it was out. It doesn't come with that, and it can't come with that. So do yourselves a favor, Far From Home Nation. Tell your friends you love them. Tell them you miss them. Tell them you care about them. And tell them about the Far From Home podcast. We'll see you here next week. <laughs> and don't download 007 because your friends don't want to play with you on the couch anymore. more 2023. Get over it. Let's go. Wow. Thank you.